Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sober's Dope Podcast. I'm your host, Pop Buchanan, and how is everyone doing today? I want to start off and give a special thanks to everyone who's been very active on Instagram. Um, thank you for supporting uh, at Sober's Dope page and at Monk Healing page. If you're new to the podcast, um, you could reach out to me online and we could create a dialogue. If you do have a sober podcast or any company that deals with recovery, mental health or sobriety, reach out to me. Let me know how I can help. We'll always give you guys shout outs on the Sober's Dope podcast. I want to see everyone in the recovery community thrive together. I want to um, give a special thanks to Connie McMillan um, for her beautiful um um book that she's just um that i got and um her amazing podcast sobriety queens and um and just we just recently did a cool interview together and it was very informative and it's just great to connect with positive people that's in the recovery community um shout out to everyone that um is new and that supports the sober Dope podcast i really thank you from the bottom of my heart um, and thank you for everyone that um, purchased um, um, stuff from our gift shop that deals with sobriety awareness and mental health awareness. Um, the more we could share the message that sobriety is cool and that mental health and prayer and all of these things are really cool and dope, the more we could spread the uh, message of the benefits of recovery. So it takes a whole community. And I just want to thank you all for your support. Today's episode talks about cortisol how to lower cortisol now we all may have heard of cortisol cortisol is the dreaded hormone that everyone kind of downplays but cortisol does a lot of positive things for us um it helps us wake up um it helps us um activate the fight or flight response if we have to if we're in danger it helps us gauge you know if something is safe or unsafe cortisol is like our inner alarm it's really a powerful hormone one of our most important but you know with stress anxiety society um, hormones in our foods and just the uh, nature of the modern age most of our cortisol levels are all the way turned up and it's really hard to turn off cortisol right we're in this heightened state of stress and anxiety and anxiousness and fear and today's episode is from dr eric berg which is one of my go-to physicians um, if you guys are new to the podcast, you know, I, I try to bring you guys information from really hardcore, solidified authorities, um, whether it's in regards to science, health or recovery. Um, so, you know, you may hear me talk about Dr. Michael Greger from NutritionFacts.org and a plant-based, evidence-based diet. You may hear me talk about Dr. Bruce Lipton or Dr. Joe Dispenza when it comes to, you know, meditation, becoming supernatural, the biology of belief, and really just tapping into the deeper parts of our consciousness. Um, but today I want to talk about Dr. Eric Berg. Um who has a beautiful practice online. Um, Dr. Eric Berg is a 53-year-old chiropractor who retired from practicing medicine so he can um, really help people rebuild their health through nutrition and science. 
And this is one of those doctors that has a really good, clean, clear understanding of human anatomy, physiology, um, also nutrition, science, and the human body. And today he's going to talk to us about how to lower cortisol. And the reason why this is important for me is if we're in recovery, we have to really keep our stress levels as low as possible, right? We're not going to be able to totally live a stress-free life. That's not realistic. Um, but what we can do is we could kind of be empowered to take the right steps to reduce our stress hormones um, like cortisol. And he's going to give us tips on um, behavioral tips and also nutrition tips and things that we can implement now in our diets, our lifestyle that can help us bring down our cortisol levels. And I guarantee you, ladies and gentlemen, doing this, these, t you know, taking these little tips to heart and really taking them seriously can make a big difference in the stress that you feel every day and the pressure you feel or you may be feeling in recovery because I, I could tell you guys, I know the world doesn't really, they, the world, you know, they'll give us a pat on our back for being in recovery. The world will say, that a boy, that a girl, good job, proud of you, right? But most people don't know how much work it takes on a day-to-day -day basis to be not just a normal person in society, but dealing with everything else that everyone else in society is dealing with, with the compounded stress of trying to maintain your sobriety. That's really difficult because most people have an outlet. They get stressed out. They can hit the bar. They get stressed out. They go smoke some weed or do some drugs. But when you're in recovery, you have to live this sacred lifestyle where you really have to find creative ways to deal with stress reduction and um, anxiety and depression and things like that. So if we can naturally reduce our cortisol levels or our stress levels and reduce our stress hormone levels, then we'll we'll go it goes a long way in our overall well being. So with no further ado, I'm gonna go right into this clip with Dr. Eric Berg. You're listening to the Sober is Dope podcast. I'm your host, Pop Buchanan, and this episode talks about how to naturally lower your cortisol levels so we could thrive um, in our recovery. I love you all. Thank you so much. If you haven't yet, please leave a comment on the iTunes page or wherever you're listening to the podcast. Definitely check out the Sober is Dope gift shop at www.soberisdope.net and try to share the podcast and reach out to me on social media so we can connect. I love you all and I'll catch you on the other side. Hello, Dr. Berg here. In this video, we're going to talk about how to lower cortisol. Cortisol is a very destructive hormone. It's a stress hormone. It makes belly fat. And um, there's a lot of theories and, and mixed, confusing ideas about cortisol. But I'm going to show you what is known uh, about cortisol as far as how to lower it, um, things that you can do, things that you can avoid. Um, again, it's made by the outside of the adrenal gland on top of the kidney, and it's, it reacts to stress. So as you age, um, the opposing hormone called growth hormone, this is anti-aging, goes down. It bottoms out at age 50. So in other words, the relative ratio of low um, growth hormone 
to cortisol, cortisol naturally goes higher because it's unopposed. It has nothing to push it down. So growth, anything that increases growth hormone will help lower cortisol. So growth hormone is uh, made by a gland, your pituitary gland, and it works with the liver. And guess what? It activates during sleep. So if you can get more sleep or do something to improve your sleep, then you will help yourself lower cortisol, whatever that means. More sleep, but not necessarily taking a drug, but doing it naturally. More sleep, more growth hormone, less cortisol. Okay, that's number one. Number two, um, IGF. What's IGF? Insulin-like growth factor. What is that? That is a hormone that is very similar to growth hormone, but it, it's produced by your liver. So it, it's released by the liver, and it regulates fat burning, and it actually helps regulate blood sugars when you're not eating. So insulin regulates sugar when you're eating, IGF regulates sugars when you're not eating, and primarily when you're sleeping. So if you're just grazing all day, eating all day long, and never give your body a chance not to eat, then you will not trigger growth hormone unless you're sleeping really good. So I recommend do two to three meals a day if you really want to stimulate this and not have too many snacks. And you'll find that your growth, your IGF will go up because anything that increases growth hormone will also increase this one here. So these kind of work together right here. All right. Number three, sun, getting sun on a regular basis. That's very, very, very powerful to lower cortisol. You know, you go to the beach, you get sun and you feel calmer and then you take a nap. Sleep and sun lower cortisol. So really what you need to do is go on, go to the beach for about six months and get sun and sleep. Sun and sleep. And then I'm just kidding if you can do that. Um, so we have sun and sleep and then vitamin D will also help as well. Um, I've done other videos on this, but you need to get D3. D3 is really good to help lower uh, cortisol. But realize that um, when you take it, um, get it in daily dosages of about 10,000 international units. If you're getting about 15 to 20 minutes of sun every day, you don't need vitamin D because you're going to get it from the sun. But in the days that it's cloudy, take the D3, one, 10,000 IUs, but make sure you're taking vitamin K2 with it. I created a video on that. I'll put a link down below because you need to get the full scoop of what to take if you're taking that much vitamin D just to balance it out. All right. Walking is way better than any type of exercise to lower cortisol. Long walks, getting space, very therapeutic. Acupressure, that's one thing I do. I found that all stress accumulates and you have to extract the stress manually uh, on the body. So there is techniques to help pull the stress out of your body so your body can sleep up here. So we do acupressure to increase the sleep. Okay, potassium. Increase your potassium. Normally in your body, you need 4,700 milligrams a day. That's seven to 10 cups of salad a day. This will help to balance cortisol as well because potassium supports part of the nervous system that helps recovery. It's called the parasympathetic nervous system. Okay, that's like, that opposes the flight or fight mechanism. That's the anti-cortisol thing. So potassium is very, very good. And there's also another thing, vitamin B1, very important. 
Make sure you get your B1 through nutritional yeast, not synthetic vitamins. Uh, nutritional yeast is a natural form of B1. And take a teaspoon or a tablespoon, put it in some plain kefir or yogurt, mix it all up a little bit, and then eat it. If you don't like the taste, put in peanut butter, something like that, applesauce. But B1 is a very, 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 very good thing. And, okay, I thought of another one. Calcium. A little calcium before bed. Calcium citrate, calcium lactate. Don't consume calcium carbonate. That's a very bad one, but calcium will also help before bed. It'll help you sleep. That's really, really beneficial to help that. Now, things to avoid. Well, of course, these are the things that you can do. These things you shouldn't do, and that would be you know, hang out with uh, stressful people, people that bring you down. There's two types of people, people that bring you up and people that bring you down. Just avoid those negative, covert, hostile people. And uh, that's important. So basically, this is about changing your environment with people and just mainly people, uh, whether it's a um, stressful environment that you live in, uh, job-wise or whatever. Just keep improving that because that can severely affect your, your general state of being and the cortisol. Because if you're living in an environment that's constantly stressful, you're going to have a heck of a time with this right here.